But it can buy me a boat It can buy me a truck to pull it It can buy me a Yeti 110 ice down with some silver bullets Yeah, and I know what they say Money can't buy everything Well, maybe so But it can buy me a boat I love that song. Welcome to the Boat Boss, where we sit down each week and we talk to the top executives from around the world about living, working, and playing on the water. My name is Kim Swears, and I've been a Boat Boss in South Florida for the last 20 years as one of the owner-operators of FB Marine Group, one of America's top 100 dealerships. It's raining outside. We normally shoot outside, but we brought the show inside, but we will not disappoint. We have a phenomenal guest this week. I'm beyond excited to welcome, I guess, what I consider the Don King of the boat business. He puts on, as Don King is to boxing and to Las Vegas, (laughs) Andrew Dole is to the boat business and to boat shows around America. He is the president of the U.S. Boat Shows for Informa. Welcome to the Boat Boss. Thank you. Look forward to it. Well, thanks for having us. Thanks for being on our show, Andrew. And uh, thanks for putting on a phenomenal show last week, the Fort Lauderdale National Boat Show. But we're going to get to that in a little bit. I want to talk about who you are. I mean, I know about you. I've known you for 20 years. I've worked worked your show for the last 20 years, but I don't know much about you. Tell me about yourself. You come from London, right? Yes, from a town outside London. I immigrated here in 1981. Um, you have a daughter born here, so um, I've been here ever since then. I started with uh, show management then in 1982, and I've been with that company ever since. So it's been a you know, long journey in the boat show business and the show business. Well, that's, so what do you do? I know boats are your, like, you're always on boats. You're either on top of them or in them or, or talking about them. What are you doing for fun when you're not uh, doing boats? Boats. Um, yeah, I've got two commercial fishing boats with my son-in-law. So you know, we've got uh, right at the moment we've got one in Louisiana that's dodging dodging hurricanes, and one up wow. in Daytona that's dodging a tropical storm. And then I've got a, a, a flats boat that I uh, backcountry fish here. But on. Wow, that's I would have never. That was not in your bio. That's phenomenal. Good for you. Not too many people are professional fishermen uh, by, you know, on their spare time. So let's talk about the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl of the boat business that, that obviously just happened. Uh, $1.3 billion in revenue. Is that correct? Correct. So now we'll talk about, let's talk about the boat show. 61 years. 61 years. I've been associated for the last 36, something like that. So we've grown the Fort Lauderdale show from, you know, a very small show at BMR, where it's really just a local show to a national show and an international, and obviously now the largest boat show in the world with seven locations. Um, yeah, I think we had a, a a challenging time this this uh, this year. You know, this yeah. this is probably the most challenging show to do since we had Hurricane Wilma, where we had the show put together, and then the Wilma came and destroyed most of the infrastructure and we took you know a week or 10 days to put it back together again and then reopen 
Well, I want to do a quick video to show how awesome the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show is. And it was actually part of the NBC trailer for the show that you did uh, that aired on last Sunday. So I'm going to roll the film. It's going to show how awesome the boat show is because not everyone really has been to the show. So let's, uh, let's do a highlight of what the show looked like this year. The picturesque skyline of Fort Lauderdale, Florida offers some amazing views. Mix in the beautiful waterways and sandy beaches, the only thing missing is a way to ride the waves. For the past 61 years, boating manufacturers from around the world have brought their best and brightest to southern Florida for display. Spanning some six miles of floating docks, you'll find over 500 vessels to enjoy the good life. NBC Sports welcomes you to the 61st annual Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show presented by Lexus and Visit Lauderdale. That's such an awesome video. I love it. It never gets old seeing that. But so much goes into putting on a show like that. Obviously, when I show up and I'm I'm an exhibitor and I show up and you've done all that work and and when we were in the um in the waiting room we were talking about how your team is going through so much putting the show together during bad weather and now taking it down during a tropical storm that's coming up uh, up to, expected to hit Florida. What's involved with putting a show on like this? There's obviously a lot of pre-planning and a lot, there's a lot of equipment. It's not just doing a show inside a convention center. It's uh, We've got seven miles of floating dock to launch. We've got 20-something miles of cable to power all the boats. I mean, all the you know, every dock we have has power, water, so it's not just putting mm -hmm. boats in slips. There's a huge amount of equipment and a lot of coordination between the teams. So now let's enter into um, how many let's start, how many days does it take to set up? Let's talk about that first. We're probably a month before the show starts. And breakdown. Breakdown will be two weeks. Okay. Well, you're you're about a week away, yeah. and I'm sure you're hustling with the with the tropical yeah. storm coming up. So so let's talk about the mission impossible when COVID hit. I want to know what Andrew, what, what Andrew, what, what was inside of your brain when COVID hit and they were shutting everything down and you were already in boat show prep mode? What were you thinking? I know I was sitting on side of the like eating popcorn, like that John Stewart gif. I, I was like, I think all of us were just sitting back and just wondering how this was going to play out. So walk us through how you said, "Let's do this. We're going to make this happen. We're going to make this. You know, we're going to go through." Well, we've done. Uh you know, we'd done the Miami show, so we'd done the Miami Yacht Show, and then we were expecting to be able to do Palm Beach, and obviously things were getting steadily worse during that period. We mobilized for Palm Beach and got the show almost 50% built before the governor and the, you know, the mayor of West Palm Beach said that, you know, we're really going to have to, you know, call the event and not, not go forward. Yeah. So, you know, we, we lost a, you know, a lot of money doing that, but uh, mm -hmm. regrouped. And at that point, started looking forward to Lauderdale and how can we, uh, you know, how can we do a show in COVID times? What are we going to have to do? And Informa came out with their all secure program, which is mm -hmm. obviously the hygiene, the, you know, the cleaning, the social distancing, and you know, all all of the protocols that they they asked us to to do the the GBAC standards, which is the Global Virus Council, which advises mm -hmm. on you know trade shows throughout the U.S. And then we also worked with City of Fort Lauderdale and Broward County on what 
you know, what regulations, rules that they wanted to, uh, you know, involved in it. So, um, Rob Correa on our team, our uh, operations vice president, actually put a 62 page operational plan together. Wow. So really that covered everything, you know, the, the whole entire operation, what we were going to do from, you know, the cleaning, the, the taking the temperatures, um, you know, taking people out if they were running a temperature, face mask protocols throughout the show, concession areas, you know, it was a real A to Z of everything we were going to have to do to, to run an event. And as you know, there's been very few, uh, very few events run some you know some car auctions uh, just but uh so far we're you know the lot probably the, as a consumer event in florida the only major event that's happened this this year since since march and we're the only show and informer mm -hmm. has almost 200 shows in the u.s we're the only mm -hmm. one that's run since february that's the fantastic. only other shows they've yeah. had run <clears throat> excuse me the only other shows they've had run are in asia so you know, wow. worldwide, uh, it was kind of we're an anomaly, which is I guess that's good. So it's got to make you feel really proud that you were able to pull this off in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, I have to say I'm quite um, it's impressed. A huge, huge team effort, and you know, then it's our team, and then it's working with Marine Industry Association, Phil, and everybody else over there. City of Fort Lauderdale was very supportive throughout. Dean and uh, Chris Lagerbloom mm -hmm. in the city, unbelievable. Mm -hmm um working with the county to get through there you know, everything they've got the hotel association the restaurant all those people that were so supportive and um you know working with us in the county to mm -hmm. uh, get the show on well hats off to you guys you, you know i actually was there all five days i was there during setup and um i want to talk about the 10 commitments i saw them i lived them you know what are some of the things that changed this year at the boat show Certainly adding more entrances, adding more buses, the cleaning of the water taxis, the cleaning of the buses, the cleaning, you mm -hmm. saw that the crews around cleaning mm -hmm. handrails on cocktail barges and, you know, no bars at cocktail barges. So it's just waitress service, and all, all those different protocols, as well as some of the things that will probably live on, you know, past COVID would be the digital ticketing, digital credentials, mm -hmm. some of, you know, which this just forced us into the next era, if you will, mm -hmm. to, how can we go touchless with as many things as possible, get rid of a paper program, the program's online or it's on the app, you know, just moving the show forward. No, definitely, you know, they say um, there's a silver lining in everything. And <laughs> I saw the silver lining, like those, you know, everything from the, uh, the frictionless, you know, ticket, ticket, there's no tickets that made it so much easier as an exhibitor, you know, from having the personal sanitation, you know, everywhere, you know, obviously the PPE, the masks, the people would actually come up to you and say, please put your mask on, you know, hats off to you guys and your team for really doing a, a stand up job and making sure that the show was safe for the, the exhibitors and the guests and the crew and, and all alike. Um, let's talk about the GBAC. Is that something that you think will set the standard, not just for boat shows, but for conventions and special events you know, moving forward? No, I mean, once, you know, I think with Informer, our, you know, the rest of our shows, and they've got some enormous shows, will probably start up in the second quarter of this year. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it will follow GBAC regulations, which is probably no aisle carpet, the cleaning of the show at night. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a lot of things we did was, you know, get rid of all the nighttime entertainment, spend all that time on sanitizing the show yeah, to yeah. try and get everybody out of there and clean the show site as, you know, as thoroughly as we could each night. But there will be the, the standard show for 
for the near future. Well, great. Well, hopefully Informa will be able to influence the Super Bowl so that right. we can obviously have a nice uh, event in Tampa in, in February. So let's talk about Miami. Miami's canceled, correct? The Miami, well, Miami International Boat Show is canceled. We're postponed. So, you know, as they've, they've canceled, you know, we're, we're closely tied with them, but we're still mm -hmm. assessing if we can run a later date with Miami and, and be okay. successful. Um, so okay. we're, we're polling exhibitors. We're working with City of Miami and everybody else to see if, if that, that's a potential is to just okay. run the show a little later. All right. Well, we'll keep on. Uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed and hope that that show goes on. Saint yeah. Petersburg. That's your next one in January. Right. What's the status of that show? We're working with City of Saint Pete. City of Saint Pete obviously had the Grand Prix. I think about a week before mm -hmm. um, the Fort Lauderdale boat show. So they ran the Grand Prix with the public there. They did the pier. They launched their new pier. Um, in, I think that was in September, August, September. So, you know, they've done some public events there. Um, the boat shows a large event for that community, for the Tampa Bay area. So, uh, you know, we're an outside event just like this. So mostly the events outside, not inside. So it's, it's, it's easier for the, you know, just everybody wear their mask and it, you know, we can have a safe event. All right, great. Well, I was recently in St. Pete, Tampa area, and they are definitely uh, business almost as usual. Not quite, but they are definitely out there and trying to um, have that city recover. So I uh, wish you the best in, in all your efforts there. So let's talk about the best in show. I thought that was one of the greatest things that, uh, that you guys put together. How long have you been doing that with NBC Sports? This was the third year. Mm -hmm. So it's the third year and uh... So tell and us about, I mean, you had some really exciting judges this year. Yeah, we had John Stalupi, um, you know, I've known for probably 25, 30 years as, uh, you know, he's a, a serial offender. He's had so many, <laughs> so many boats, you know, and then actually bought two boats at the show. So he, you know, wow. he, he can't help himself, you know, anyway, um, we had That's him, awesome. we had Craig Jackson, we had um, the chairman of the Panthers, um, Ricky Carmichael, the autocross rider. Mm -hmm. So we had a we had a diverse group. John's obviously the most knowledgeable boater out of the group. Craig yes. was actually doing using that time because he's in the market for a boat. So he was learning from John as they went through the boats. And you know, John's had a lot of boats, so he, he knows his stuff. And all different sizes too. So not just super yachts. Yeah, it was really great. You had like Ocean Alexander, you had Intrepid, you had Viking, you had right. Invincible. It was just really good. Um, where can people see that? Because I mean, I know where it was at. Where do they go to see that that show? That's I think that's on YouTube at the moment. So you should be able to go to go to YouTube and find that show. And uh, we tried to, you know, out of all the people that submitted boats, we, you know, as it was being part of the selection committee, we tried to come up with a diverse group of boats as we could um yeah, yeah. You know, to, all right well well i know who won and i know you who, <laughs> you know who won but we're not going to tell it'll be a secret okay. so yeah. i highly recommend that everyone tune in to nbc sports on youtube and check out the 2020 fort lardell international best in show it was a really great show so let's talk about your secret to your success all right what's what, is, what makes Andrew so successful day in and day out? Any secrets you can share with us? I think try and treat people like you'd like to be treated. Um, treat people with respect, listen to them. 
mm-hmm. and you have a great team around you and your company. You know, and most of our team has been together, you know, 15, 20 years. And wow. we've got some, obviously we were trying to bring young people on. So we've got a lot of younger people too, but okay. you know, we've got a very seasoned team. And I think that mm-hmm. helps with, you know, when things, you know, you've got a challenging show, you've got an experienced team. Well, they say you're nothing without your people and you are by far very blessed to have the best people working for you. I know a lot of them. I work with them each year, uh, multiple times a year, you know, because of the boat shows. So um, shout out to your team. So um, here we are. We're coming into 2021. And, uh, and I wish you and your team only the best of success. And we're going to watch on the sidelines and hope and pray that we get more boat shows. And with your leadership, I'm confident that we will. So um, we're going to, anything else you'd like to add before we close out? I know we got to get back to the hustle and you have to break <laughs> down the boat show. <laughs> no, we've, we're, we're looking forward to not just St. Petersburg, that uh, we're, we're still looking forward to running Palm Beach in March. And, you know, we're working with the city, city of West Palm Beach. They're great to work with, so we're, you know, we're confident that um, all things being equal, that that show will run in March. And I know they missed us being there this year, and yes. I think the, uh, you know, everybody up in Palm Beach missed missed that event. And Palm Beach is growing like crazy, so we're we're excited to be in Palm Beach also. Oh, great. Well, 2020 will be an exciting year for you, for all of us. It's been a great time for the boat business. You know, if I can give anyone any words of advice, you know, invest in your dreams, you know, invest in a boat, go after it and get on the water because there's nothing like life on the water. Right, Andrew? Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on The Boat Boss. I'm going to circle back around with you next year, and we're going to have a recap on some of your other shows. But for now, thanks for your time, Andrew, and have an epic, epic year the rest of the year, and make it a great day, everybody. Thank you. Boat Boss signing out. Take care.